What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 15 of The Fade. I'm joined again by Steve Laurie, Ethan McLeod, and welcome back, Dylan. Good to be back, eh? I'm not even going to jump right into football right away. I don't, I don't want to. I just think there's something that needs to be said. We're not the NBA pod, but I just want to give a shout-out to Andrew Wiggins for stepping away for the time being. You know, a long-time baby mom went and uh, cheated on him with his best friend of so long. Man, Andrew, I feel you, man. I feel that. Been there, done that. He don't even know if the kids are his. And you know what, Andrew? Take as much time as you need, man, because you got to focus on your mental health. Shout out Andrew Wiggins. Dude, that plays for Golden State. Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a it's a shame, man. Shout out Andrew, dude. Hope you get better. Wow. Take your time. Cheers to you, Andrew. Yeah, that's now let's, let's jump right in this. We started we started off with him last week. Let's start off with him again because he's narrowing the teams down. Zeke Elliott. We got the Bengals, Jets, and who else besides Philadelphia is is in the running for him. Hey, bring Zeke, bring Zeke over here, and I will get a number 21. Or if he wants to wear the number 15 jersey like he did at Ohio State, hey, I'm going to get that jersey and rub it in all the Poopo's faces. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really know, dude, because, yeah, I like, I like Zeke, and it would be nice to see him on a different team. It would be nice to see him play in Philly, don't get me wrong. But I know Zeke isn't going to be – obviously, he's not going to be one of the highest-paid running backs in the league, but I still think that he's going to be asking for a hefty amount. Not as much as he got before, obviously, like from Dallas, but I still think he's going to ask for a good amount, and I don't think Philly has it to pay another running back. You know what I mean? Either draft this kid from Texas or just rock with Rashad Penny and Gainwell and Boston Scott. You know what I mean? You have three running backs healthy right now. You have a power back, which we've needed in Rashad Penny for a long time. Utilize all those three weapons that we have right now. You know what I mean? We have a good wide receiver core. Um, there's talks about trading Quez. I I don't know. Me and Luke, you t- we talked about it a little bit. Man, I would rather keep him than trade him for a fifth rounder for another year to see if he can get his hands situated because he's really fast. He runs decent routes. It's just his hands, I think feel like man i don't really think quest can catch so if he can just get that situated i think he can be a decent receiver in the league so i like the receiving core that philly has right now and i don't think that should change and as the running back situation i don't think that should change right now either i don't think we should be looking to pay a running back yeah i think i think the main reason we got rid of miles sanders is so we didn't have to pay a running back and what's it going to do if we go ahead and pay zeke how's that any different from paying Miles Sanders because Miles Sanders he only got he's only getting six six point five mil a year and Zeke's not gonna want much less than that I can tell you that after 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 being paid what he's being paid he he's not gonna take anything less than that um I could I could I could see him going to the Bengals with the whole Joe Mixon situation uh they could they could use a veteran running back they have a championship quality team that's uh so like whatever happens with Mixon, that's like one hole they they need to fill. Um, you know the the Jets, the Bengals, and Eagles. It's only like a potential list of like Zeke's wish list, but he he could go elsewhere. So uh, I I don't really know. I don't honestly don't know where he's gonna go. He could go to any team really, but uh, I I think it's just it's a matter of 
where he could get the most money, honestly. Because after coming off a contract like like he has, I I can't see him taking less than four or five mil. You know what I mean? He he said to make four point five mil is what I'm hearing is the contract he's coming up with. Uh, I think I I think he's still good. I I honestly don't think Zeke's a bad player. I think the reason Dallas had to release him is just because of how big his contract was and. I think he knew at this point in his career that, you know, they were asking him to take a pay cut. And he's like, I'm not really going to take a pay cut because my career might be over in three or four years. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I still think he's a good player. Do I think he's going to go to Philly? No. I mean, I, you guys could take him if you want. I mean, he, one thing he is great at is pass blocking. I think that's, I think that's why like the whole Jets thing is becoming a thing. I think if Rodgers goes there, having Zeke would actually benefit them. Like, making sure Rodgers is protected in the pass protection and give those receivers more time to get open. But like like Ethan said, it's just a wish list. So we'll see what happens in the next few days. I think I think the more like realistic thing is the Jets, in all honesty. I think though what Ethan how you did say about Miles Sanders, it only it it would only be probably a one year contract with Zeke if we do pick him up. I I highly doubt that's going to happen. I think though he if he does come to Philly, it's out of spite of Dallas. But realistically, yeah, I can see the Jets being an option. I thought the Bills would have been an option, but I just seen that they got um, Damian Harris. They signed him, so now they got their running back there with him, and then they got Cook as well. And I'm very high on Cook. I just think he needed more touches last season. The beginning of the season, he wasn't really getting his touches and. Or, no, he was in the beginning, and it was more Singletary than getting it towards the end. But, um, yeah, I, I think that the realistic option for Zeke is going to be a New York Jets. They're just throwing throwing money out their ass. So Yeah, the Jets, the Jets I feel like, are they're looking to win now. Yeah. I think he might be a Bengal, dude. I just don't know. I, I don't really know do, how, man. I don't know how big of – like how realistically I see him landing in Cincy just because of Mixon, unless we see Mixon getting suspended or something, I really don't see him going there. Mixon's a three down back, you know, that's why they had Samaj Pirine is because Samaj didn't care if he played 10 to 15 snaps a game to get Mixon a little breather. I think Zeke's going to want to. But does Zeke number- care anymore at this point? Honestly, yeah, does definitely. he? Definitely. Yeah, he definitely cares, man. He's, he's, He's still a thousand yard back. Last season, I think he came up short a thousand yards, or or the year before that. But I mean, dude, Zeke still can play at an elite level. I seen him just doing some workouts, and he looks really explosive. More, more doing explosive drills. I, I like I said, I don't see Zeke landing in Cincy. I think if he is like, oh, I, I'll chase a ring. Definitely, could I see him possibly being a Buck? I think the Bucks just signed someone actually, so never mind. But yeah, I think they're. Uh-huh. Chase Edmonds, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just brought they Chase have, Edmonds. They have uh, Rashad White. Yeah, I, think I, I was high on him before the season last year, and he ended up panning out pretty well. Yeah, they released they released uh, playoff Lenny, so he's done. I don't know where we'll see him land. Maybe possibly Leonard Fournette. Maybe back in Jacksonville. With ETN, I don't know. We'll see. But going with their uh, – what's what's up here with Adam Thielen turning down Dallas and Kansas City and and going to Carolina? What And he's saying, I chose Carolina because 
I think Carolina gives me the best chance to win a Super Bowl over Dallas and Kansas City. So what's Carolina? What's what? How are they talking to the guys that are coming in to visit? Because there has to be something that they're pulling. Getting Miles Sanders, Hayden Hurst. Now they got that number one receiver because that's what they're saying. If they drafted a quarterback, they didn't have him any weapons. Now they got a weapon in Adam Thielen, which I think Adam Thielen can still produce at a, a, a an above average He's level. Me too. Yeah, I think elite. What do you guys think of that Adam Thielen with Carolina? I, I like that. Um, I don't think that they have the best chance of winning a Super Bowl over Kansas City or Dallas. Don't get me wrong. I think he was just saying that like out of maybe like excitement or something. I'm out of excitement signing for them. He's just like, yeah, we're in the rebuilding stage. So this is how I feel. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I like that signing, dude. I've always really liked Adam Thielen, man. I What was it back in 2017? I think it was when Philly won the Super Bowl. Adam Thielen had that ridiculous – fantasy football season remember that um i don't i think it was 2017 but i'm not positive um and just ever since then i've kept tabs on them and followed them and i've had them in my fantasy lineup most of the years since then to be honest with you not starting them every week consistently you know what i mean but i've had them in there throw them in at flex every now and then um do you call them once in a while steve yeah yeah hit them up on instagram yeah that's how he's doing (laughs) But, um, but yeah, man, I like Adam Thielen. I think that's a good fit for him. This is a good fit for him to prove himself with a new young quarterback. So, Yeah, I, th- I think it's a good fit for him, too. Um, I feel like there's things behind the scenes, though, with the Panthers that we don't know about. Like, I don't think they're done making moves. Uh, they have the number one pick, like we all know. They're going to get a quarterback, either C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, who, who knows. Uh, but I, I think I think they could possibly land another wide receiver who would be the number one, like a guy DeAndre Hopkins. I could see him going there and have Dylan run the two where where he's been at the past uh, well, pretty much his whole career, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot a lot of optimism in Carolina, and I think Dylan saw that, and he he's I feel like he's like a humble dude that he's not just going to go chase the championship. He wants to, he wants to build roots with an organization. And uh, I feel, I feel like Carolina is a good place to do that. I think they could win the division this year. I think they could, they can make the playoffs. They, they could be a decent team. We'll see what they, they do uh, like with the, with the quarterback situation, who they draft, how that pans out. They always have Andy Dalton as back a solid backup. So uh, yeah, I, th- I think, I think he went there, you know, just for like, just for the vibes. Just for the good vibes. Uh, so like when he was he was an undrafted free agent, and when he came out, the two teams where he actually went to work, he was in the workforce, and he uh, he got a call and he had to tell like the internship or whatever. He was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to work for you. I will. I have a tryout. I have two tryouts, and it was Minnesota and it was uh, Carolina. So it was like a cool thing. It's like. That was at the beginning of his career. Is that does that have anything to do with like now? So I mean I don't know. That's a, that's a little theory you can go about, but I, I do see that a lot of uh, a lot of people don't realize how like with the salary cap and everything, the NFL is very quick to like teams are bad and then they're good like really quickly. So I mean I believe he could actually think that they have a chance of winning a Super Bowl. 
coming up soon, especially with that number one draft pick and then making a bunch of moves, have, have some money. But uh, I don't know. I think, I think that gives them the easiest chance to the playoffs. In all honesty, like Ethan, you said about them winning the NFC South. That was such a weak division last year. I can see Carolina possibly making a push. They have a really good defense, to be honest, with um, J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, Brian Burns. You know, their, their defense, Shaq Thomas, their defense looks really good. Uh, I, yeah, I do believe that they'll end up making a push. If, if they can go and talk these guys into it, that there's a really big chance they can do something special there. I, I would not put it out of the rear view mirror to say a guy like uh, Hawkins or even I don't think Odell's really looking into that, but I wouldn't be surprised even, man, if like Julio, like an older guy even decides, all right, maybe I'll pick up. Maybe like some vet. Yeah, I mean, they just got Thielen, who's been a number two his whole life. Uh, DJ Moore's done there. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they still have LaVisca Chavalt, but, I mean, yeah, they need to make a splash, at the, even with the draft when it comes to the wide receiver moves because you got your running back now. You have your three-down running back, and you have Chuba Hubbard still behind there too. Um, I, I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud. I watched the other day Josh McCown after C.J.'s pro day or something like that. Josh McCown, they are going to go play a game of horse. And McCown told him, he's like, yeah, go, uh, we'll play again. Just start looking into houses in Charlotte. So I think that kind of makes it set in stone that C.J. is going to be a, a Carolina Panther. I thought it would have shocked the world to see Anthony Richardson go number one. Thought that would have been really cool. But, I mean, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen now. I think C.J. Stroud's the more, like, all right, complete package, knowing what you're getting in a way, instead of Bryce Young, who's more of like a Kyler Murray built. And Kyler Murray is really not able to get the job done. Even when you put the pieces around him, he's still not able to get the job done and get them even to the playoffs. So we'll see with that. Um, Cam Newton, let it go. Let it go. Your time's up. Sitting there saying, how do all these randoms get a job? There's not 32 mother effers better than me. There, there is 32 mother effers, effers better than you, man. Um, and you're, you're, that's why. And the thing is, is Cam, Shannon Sharp called him a random. I like Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton should be in the league as a backup possibly. Um, I just don't know. I don't know because they said, you know, with his work ethic, he's a distraction because he's the first guy in the last one out. That's what you want. Right. But at the same time, they're saying then when he's not starting and he's putting all this work and he's going, well, why ain't I the starter? Why is this guy starting above me? I think he's big into the media. Um, he's not really ready to sit up and take that backup role. I, I, I mean, the XFL, if you want to still keep playing football, go ahead. My ideal situation for Cam Newton is I think what's going to happen is if he does get signed, it's going to be to Kansas City so they can start running QB powers because they we know Mahomes don't like doing those. And they have Travis Kelsey or the other uh, backup tight end, Noah Gray, run them. So I could see Cam Newton possibly even doing that to get a ring under his belt. And we know how the Hall of Fame works. He's an MVP, went to a Super Bowl. Everyone goes and chases rings, so then they have that under their resume. So, what do you guys think? Is it is it done that? Is it done for Cam or? Yeah, I I think 
Um, like what you said about him maybe signing like a veteran deal, trying to get a ring under his belt on just like some type of small deal like that, maybe with a team like Kansas City, I could see that happening for sure. Or maybe even like with New England again, taking a cheap, cheap deal. Um, but other than that, dude, like you said about the XFL, just just go play in a different league, dude. Your time in the NFL is done. There's there's not only 32 starting quarterbacks in the league that are better than you, Cam Newton. There's probably just 40, maybe 50 quarterbacks in the league in general that are better than you that are not even starters. Your, your time's up. I've never been a fan. You never will be. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about him. Do you want to give it him the little Cam Newton Superman or what, Steve? Yeah. Rub it in his face a little bit. He's a jerk off, dude. <laughs> See, I, I think – I don't think Cam Newton's going to get a job in the NFL, man. He, he's Like you said, Luke, he's just too much of a distraction in the locker room and even on the field. He's like he's like if Juju Smith-Schuster was a quarterback. Like, he – he just all over social media. He does all these podcasts where he says just like the most outlandish stuff. And uh, I, I think I think he just like he puts his ego above everyone, above everything. It's a liability. It's always it's always about him. Very good, very good vocabulary. Vocabularies and outlandish. Thanks, brother. That's what Penn State teaches you. Hey, yeah, I don't know if most of our viewers uh, will even know what that means, but if you want to give a quick feeling on what it means, let them know. Hey, outlandish, you know, you could, I mean, if you want to just look it up on Google, that'd probably be a better source. But, uh, you know, it just means like, you know, like exaggerated. Like, did, you just, did you just want to say it just to sound a little more sophisticated in a way? Maybe. Maybe I should go get my mom. <laughs> hey, hey well, you, we're going to use you from now on as the uh, Ethan the Saurus. <laughs> But uh, right. Dylan, Dylan what, what do you think here with Cam Newton? <laughs> Remember when he came back to Carolina and he scored a touchdown, he's going on back. Like, bro, you didn't even win a game. Yeah. You know? jump, dude. So he came back and went 0-1, oh, what, 5 or something? But starting with, the, with Carolina, what was that? Was that like two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, that was like 2020. I, yeah, COVID season. Yeah, they brought him back. And he comes in, he goes – Scores one tutty, he's going, I'm back. And then what does he do the rest of the season? Just shits to bed. Well, he played, he played like two or three games after that. Yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a guy that is just he, – when he was younger, he relied on his athleticism. You're just getting older, dude. Like, you, you never were, had a great arm. You never had – you're never very accurate. So, like, you're just, like, getting older. You're just – you're a distraction. You won't take the number two job, so – that's why I can't stand him, Dylan. Yeah, Thanks for bringing that up. He's done, dude. No, he was with Bill Belichick, and they couldn't make it work. They couldn't get him a couple wins. <laughs> he no, is done, dude. Going off of that, Aaron Rodgers. This has been a talk for the last couple weeks, but now we're seeing after his retreat. Obviously, we talked about uh, in recent podcasts that he's asking for all these like wish lists, but now teams aren't willing to go and give him give. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, a first-round pick. I wouldn't either because you never know. He's getting older, and you never know. After every season for the last, I think, like two to four years, he's been sitting there debating even if he's going to play. So 
I can see a second round to a third round, but he has to be fully committed and invested into playing. You don't want a guy if you're paying a first round overall pick for him. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's great. But at the same time, he's another one who's like a distraction. You know what I mean? He's been doing this with the Packers for the last five years where it's all me, me, me. Give me what I want. I I just don't see Aaron Rodgers necessarily getting a first round pick. And now this is they're at a standstill with the Jets and the Packers. They're like, we want a first round pick from. No, you you don't. You don't really care what you get from. You're just doing this to hold it off. But the same time, the Jets, I understand where they're coming from because I'm not going to pay a guy who, after every season, he has to debate if he's going to come back. And then if he's getting this money and say he retires, I'm still paying that guy no matter if he's retired or not. So I, 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 I'd I, say like a third, fourth, something. But, I mean, what do you guys think? I Not a first rounder, dude. Me and you were talking a little bit about it earlier. The only way that I would – trade a first rounder for Aaron Rodgers if I was guaranteed 150% to win a Super Bowl in return, which is impossible. You can't guarantee that. So I wouldn't trade a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers. There's no way, dude. He's in the end of his career, dude. He has two seasons left maximum. You're going to trade a first round pick for him? Anybody who would trade a first round pick for that is insane. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers is great. He is who he is, but He's in the last two years of his career, man. What, what, no. No. I mean, with, with every pick comes risk. And uh, even even a first-round pick, there's risk in whoever you draft. But with Aaron Rodgers, you know who you're getting. You're getting, you're getting back-to-back MVP in, at 37 years old. And although, yeah, he's 38, and he could retire after this year or not, but we see we seen Brady play till he's forty five. Aaron Rodgers, he's he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So I think I think with the Jets, they're just holding it off to see if the Packers budge at all. They'll maybe wait a couple weeks. But I think I think they would be willing to give up that first for Aaron Rodgers. But say you trade a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers, and then in the offseason next year, he pulls the same shit that he was doing that he does all the time. You know what I mean? And ends up, like, retiring. You just traded a first-round pick for this dude, man. You know what I mean? That comes at such a high risk. I just do not think it's worth it for well, any Super team. Bowl, and like I, exactly, dude. Like I said, if you're not guaranteed a Super Bowl in return and trading for Aaron Rodgers, do not trade a first-round pick for him. Don't. And, and, Steven, you know, this is exactly what the Jets are saying to Green Bay right now. You're as if you were the Jets front office. That's why this hasn't gone down yet. They're just waiting to try and get Green Bay to cave and be like, well, we might, so... might as well get our second now because he could be done. He doesn't want to play in Green Bay anyway. And blah, blah, blah. So that's like Luke said, they're just holding off. One of them is going to cave at some point. It might take two or three weeks, whatever, but it, it will happen. Some, yeah, I believe you it. Got, you got to think an organization like the Jets, they're just, they're desperate to make it back to the playoffs. They haven't they haven't been in the playoffs the last ten years, so I, yeah, I but having to make a championship push if they were to trade for Aaron Rodgers is a very long shot. You know what they, I mean? That doesn't automatically put them who, in the who, who, who are they going to draft with that thirteenth pick that is going to take them to the playoffs in the next two years? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Let's be real though; they honestly have the team besides the quarterback. 
Yeah, I mean, exactly. besides the quarterback, if they if they get Rodgers. I mean, I everybody's putting them in top three in the AFC. Yeah, no, they, 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 could, first. they could go. They could go knock off the Bills and win the win the division. Yeah. I think, and I, I think that's very likely that that happens. I, I would guarantee you, if the Jets got Rodgers, they would be the favorites to win uh, the AFC. What is it? No, or not North? East. East, AFC East. Yeah, I, I'd put them as the favorite to win it. Like Dylan said, they have the team around them. They have a pretty good defense. There, I, I, it's inevitable that Aaron Rodgers is going there. They're bringing in the guys that he wants. Lazard. I think it's going to happen too. It's yeah. just crazy to. I just don't know, man. Lazard, Odell. Yeah, if Odell goes there, it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. Odell was asking for fifteen to twenty mil, and he dropped his asking price. And now the Jets are like, all right, we're heavy in on him. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a big pursuit there, and. Man, Aaron Rodgers, like Ethan said, is they're so desperate to where all they really do care about is making that small little playoff push. You know what I mean? Honestly, they're not even thinking Super Bowl or bust. They're just like, all right, let's give our fans something to – They just want to make a name for themselves right now. Yeah, they were so close last year of making it, but their quarterback situation haunted them. You know, and uh, if they really do believe in Zach Wilson the way they do – Bringing in Aaron Rodgers to ma- mentor him would be a very good thing, but then you got to think. Then Zach Wilson hits free agency, becomes a free agent in the next two years. Do you re-sign him or no? He's going to walk away. I think with Aaron Rodgers, you have to bring him in, and then hey, in the next two to three years, you're going out there. You're going to go and sign guys that want to play in a, in a big market team like that. New York, yeah, they suck. But that's also a big market in the Big Apple. T- players want to go and play in New York. And, I mean, they got a running back. I, I really want to see how Brees Hall comes off of this uh, ACL injury because he looked phenomenal in the beginning of this mm-hmm. season. And then once he tore his ACL, and I think it was you, Dylan, saying once most running backs tear their ACLs, it's like – or receivers, you were saying. But it's the same with running backs. You know, when you tear ACL, you're going to have that maybe down year. I think they just let James Robinson walk away, so they need to get someone in there. They still have Michael Carter, but they still need to get someone in there splitting the carries and getting a workload off of James yeah. Robinson. And if you have Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers can throw that ball 30 to 40 times a game, no problem. Well, I think that's why they're also, like, looking into Zeke. I think mm-hmm. it's like – because, like, I mean, you think about Saquon. Saquon towards ACL. The next year he was all right. Then the following year, which was this year, you know – he had a great season. He looked like Saquon of, man, I don't know, as good as his rookie year, but rookie, next, yeah. to it, next to it. So, like, I think they, that might be a reason why they're looking at Zeke to maybe split carries with Brees, have him, you know, teach and mentor Brees, and then the following year or whatever, let him let Brees go and like, let him strive. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was as much as them looking into Zeke. I feel like that was just Zeke's, like, because, like, if you think about it, the three teams he picked have – well, if if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, they'll have all top five quarterbacks in the league. You know, yeah. Jalen Hurts, Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jets, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, I, I feel like that, that was just Zeke wanting to play with a good – Dylan, do you want to – Dylan, do you want to say anything uh, about Jalen Hurts being – Ethan saying Jalen Hurts is a top five QE or – I'll let you guys enjoy it for the offseason. 
right. Yeah. I think, um, I think though, Zeke Elliott, it, it pans out perfect for him to go there. I think that's a really good fit for him. Me too. And, dude, it, like, they're just stacking up. Where's all this money coming from, from New York? But I, I like what they have there with Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis. They just traded Elijah Moore. That sucks because I was very high on Elijah Moore his rookie year. Uh, he went He's to the been Browns. looking for a trade, though, man, Elijah Moore. He's been unhappy. Yeah, I think – and I think, though, him going to the Browns, that's going to be a very good – good for him. They need that number two behind Amari. Yeah. Because they had what? Amari's the number one. But. Yeah, they had, I think, Peoples Jones. That's not yeah. like he's, – he's all right. He's average. But that's not like solid number two that you want. Like that, having you know? a Quez Watkins in Philly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those type of guys. Going off that, though, Houston has been making moves. Is Houston preparing to win the AFC South? Dalton Schultz, in the last – uh, three three seasons. He's had 17 tutties, fifth in tight ends, 282 targets. That's fourth. 198 receptions, fourth, and uh, yards, 2007th. Dylan, how 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 do you feel about letting him walk away? I know you're high on that rookie that they had last year, but I mean Dalton or Dalton Schultz. He was a very special tight end this last season, the last two seasons. He has been special, but I don't know. At one point, he was our third string. He worked his way up. I don't know. Maybe it's just that uh, Dallas utilizes their tight ends well, if you really think about it. I mean, they had Witten before. Witten was old and couldn't run a route to save his life. But, I mean, he was smart. But, like, the guy was always catching, you know, being the safety blanket, getting first downs. And that's what Dalton Schultz was doing at a little bit more athletic pace. Uh I don't know. I, I didn't want him to stay this offseason. I am a little bit sad that he's gone because, I mean, he was he was a contributor to the team. But Dallas did offer him three-year, $36 million deal, and he turned it down. Wow. So, like, and what did he – I think he signed – what did he I, – I don't know. What, do you know his contract details? One, and, one year, nine mil he got. Yeah, so, you know, three – dude, yeah, you're getting more. But you're – I don't know, maybe – he wanted out of Dallas. Maybe he wasn't happy there. You, you don't know. But hmm. uh, maybe, maybe kind of like uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, who wants a prove-it year to where next year he's going to your contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's that? That's what, 12 mil a year, though, with the three for 36. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's I don't little... think he's going to get anything better than that. I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's a hell of a contract. Houston. Yeah. Houston also lost Brandon Cooks, man, and now he's in Dallas. So yeah. Dallas has their their big number one now. I mean, CD Labs arguably the number one too, but now they have their that outside guy, so you can utilize CD in the slot now. I've been saying free Brandon Cooks, and look at where he goes. Yeah, right yeah. over to Arlington, Texas. I think he called it, man, a couple of weeks ago, saying Dallas for him. I, and I, I and I do like that move, uh, even as an Eagles fan. I mean, it's gonna suck. But I really do like Brandon Cooks, and I want him to succeed. And I think Dallas will give him the best chance to actually go and get a thousand yards and actually be productive again and actually enjoy. It because Dallas isn't a team that's a, a bunch of losers. Like no, even coming from an Eagles fans, they're not a losing team by any means. So I think it gives them the best chance to go win, have fun, and actually like be productive. You know, he's on, he's only twenty nine. 
That's what I was going to say. That's so crazy that he's only 29. Yeah, even he's uh, actually the second guy in NFL history behind Eric Dickerson that has gotten traded four times in a a career. It's insane to think about, but I mean, I I have all the respect for Brandon Cooks, man. He's an he's an immaculate receiver, and I think he'll do really good things in Dallas. I think that'll bring a spark. They have Gallup, Brandon Cooks, and CD. And they have uh, Turpin, too, which Turpin, I know Brandon's really high on Turpin. But, I mean, I that's a really good wide receiver room, if you ask me, and that's going to be hard to stop. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, he was with all four teams. He was on the Saints, the Patriots, the Rams, and the Texans. He was a 1,000-yard receiver with every one of those teams. So, like, he he definitely has the potential. He's only, he's only 29. Like, he – he he's not he's not uh he's not washed yet. So I, I think that's a good move. They pretty much swapped Noah Brown with him. So I I think I think the Cowboys offense should be should be looking just fine. I think and I think this is a prove it year for Brandon Cooks, like how we were saying about CJ and them too. If he does big things for Dallas this year, dude, they might end up giving him a big contract. You know what I mean? And then Brandon Cook or Brandon Cooks is back in the mix with the big money wide receivers. You know what I mean? Because like Luke said, he's a big name. He just looking needs to be pointed in the right direction. He just need he wasn't the the Houston situation wasn't working out for him. Everybody knew it. You know what I mean? He was unhappy over there. Um I think the the best Brandon Cooks that we've seen was when he played for the Rams. Honestly, that was when he was, I think, at his best. And I want to see him like that again, even if it's on Dallas. I don't care. I'll, I'll root for Brandon Cooks, man. I've always been a decent fan of him. And I, I like what Dallas did, too, by bringing in Ronald Jones. Yeah. I'm, I was high on Ronald Jones. I think the Chiefs screwed him over last season. He was expecting to be a number one or number two guy there. And then they screwed him over. I think he'll actually be really successful for Dallas. Another another thing I wanted to bring up with Brandon Cooks is uh, how Dallas they would run like the end of rounds with CD. Now they now they could do that with Brandon Cooks just as well. I mean he he did that a lot for the Rams uh, with, with like the outside outside pitches and stuff like that. So I think that that brings a scary element to their offense. Uh all I know is Jerry's making moves, and that's scary. It's scary. Like I, I haven't seen this in quite. I mean, I don't. I've never seen it ever. If I'm being honest with you, they make one. They usually make like the last like big move they made was Amari, and that was what 2018. And that was the only. That was during the trade deadline. That wasn't even an off season move. Uh, I mean, getting Gilmore and then getting and the thing is, people are like people might be thinking like Jerry's going all in, and he's not going all in because. If you look at Gilmore and you look at um, Cooks, both their deals they could get rid of, let go of them next year and not lose anything. Like there's no guaranteed money after the like after this year and stuff. Like they are completely like this is just like a I don't know. And they they made this trade and like I don't know like if you guys really dove into the Cooks contract, but like I fell in love with it when I was like okay, you know. They restructure it then, right? Because he still yeah. had a contract with Houston. So yeah, Houston traded him for the second round pick, or not second round pick, fifth and sixth round pick, but they also paid six million of his 
cap. So he's getting paid 18 million this year. 6 million is getting paid by Houston. And then, so I was like, wow, that's great. Like we're only paying him 12 million for this year. Well, now Dallas restructured it and moved 8 million or whatever into a signing bonus, but then they owe like 2 million, whatever. So it comes out to be 6 million. So he's getting paid 6 million bucks this year for Brandon Cooks to be on the team. That is just, I love to see that. What'd you just get Gilmore for too? I was a low pick, right? Yeah. And we're paying him 7 million this year. So we're actually sitting nice with the both them picking both of them up. I think that's like not, you're not really investing as much as you think like into them and they help your team out tremendously. Uh, but I wanted D hop. I did, but I, I kind of had a feeling that the cooks thing could have happened because during the uh, trade deadline, Dallas almost had that happen. But the only thing that didn't make it happen was the money. Uh, and cooks is like what Dallas wanted and they, their front office has come out and said it. They wanted a receiver that is fast, that could stretch the field because they don't like, I mean, CD's not, CD's fast, but he's not like, you know, like, you know, four, three fast, like mm. Cooks was a four, three guy coming out of college. So like they wanted someone that could help stretch the field, let CD work underneath in the slot and stuff like that. So I think that's why they ended up going this route. And I love it. I love to see it. I mean, I'm excited for the draft. I mean, if Bijan Robinson ends up landing to us, I don't know. I, I didn't like it before, and I don't like drafting running backs in the first round. But if he does, that's there's that's the, the the weapons on Dallas's offense are starting to get real. Is Pollard expected to be back by the beginning of the uh, regular season? Right. Yeah. He'll so be he's back. Yeah, so he's scheduled to be back anyways. Yeah, he's gonna be, Pollard's gonna be back. They said he's expected to be back for training camp. So yeah, he didn't tear none. He just broke his fibula. Right. Yeah. He broke his leg. Yeah, so that's to do Dallas's offense and their defense is looking scary. I like the Gilmore signing a lot too. Like what the Philly, how we restructured Slay. Uh, Slay's on, we're only paying Slay twelve, and all this gets pushed back. Then he was only going to get twelve on the market anyways at tops if when we released him. But I think well, now Slay, you have Slay only has twenty million guaranteed over three years. Yeah, yeah, which is it's the point. Yeah, I I like uh, Bradbury too, bringing both them back. But like with Gilmore, dude, he was two years ago, three years ago when he was with New England, the best. He was an All Pro corner, you know the guy, and he hasn't really lost a step, dude. He just played in Carolina when they were shitty, you know what I mean, and then he played in Indianapolis last year when they were shitty. It was. Basically, he again, pretty good in Indianapolis yeah, too, man. Yeah, he had that, a good game. Like he had some big plays over there. Yeah, with um, with I like saw, Dylan said, oh god, Ethan. I saw. I was just gonna say, I saw a meme. Uh, that was, it, it was captioned Stefan Gilmore with the Cowboys, and it was a picture of Richard Sherman with the Bucks <laughs> when he came back. Yeah, I was just yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be like that for Gilmore, dude. I think Gilmore can still play at an, an, an elite level, honestly. He's, what, 32, 33? I still think he can play at an elite level, dude. When you got a guy like Stephon Gilmore, you know what you're getting still. He didn't – dude, he didn't look bad last year with the Colts. I mean, now, Richard Sherman, dude, he lost his step, and he was like, oh, I can't play corner. I'll go play safety. But then they moved him back to corner, and he even said, he's like, he's like, when I was running out there, man, I uh, – Coming out of the tunnel, he pulled his hammy, and he's like, you know what, man, I'm done. He's getting up there in age. And Sherm, dude, was the best of his time. When it was him and Darrell Revis, 
when Sherm first came into it, he was up there with Darrell battling for who's going to be an all-pro, and Sherman got it. I think, though, dude, Dallas is a very scary team this season, and it's going to be fun to compete against them. I think all it's going to take, dude, what Dallas is seeing how if Dak, like it's really going to rely on Dak Prescott because your offense has every all the weapons. They have a pretty good line, honestly, a top probably 10 to 7 line, 7 to 10 line in the league, if not top 5. Arguably, uh, arguably they have a top 7 running back, if not higher, with Tony Pollard. I'm very high on Tony Pollard. He gives Philly problems. He's a beast. Seeing how he'll come back from his injury and if they can incorporate and incorporate Ronald Jones, that'll be good. I'd like to see though what they do. Like you said, Dylan, uh, Dallas is a big with tight ends. So I'd like to see what they do with this tight end situation, how the young guy can come in and get, get the ball moving with them. And you know what, you know what I really like about, uh, you know, last year they were a 12 and five team again and they won a playoff game. And I, I, I mean, yeah, they struggled against uh, the Niners, but the Niners were a very good team. I mean, I still personally, I know you're, you're going to hate this, but I still think that they were the best team in the league. Now, the best team doesn't always win the Super Bowl. Like, I think Philly is, was a better team than the Chiefs. The Chiefs just have Patrick Mahomes, and it was a shootout, and Chiefs ended up coming away with it. You know, like, not always the best team wins. But, I mean, they did struggle with them. Uh but the thing I like about with Dak is like he's been historically great at not turning the ball over. Now I know this past year he was, you know, bad at he turned the ball over a lot. But I don't expect that to continue. I really do expect him to like now that the off season's coming when he comes back. And I think like dude, he was like I've seen like things on when all this all the turnovers were happening, like uh, ESPN analysts and stuff were bringing up saying how he throws like in his career he was like top five in like least amount of picks and stuff throughout so many games and stuff in NFL history. Like he is very, like he was always very good at not turning the ball. Over. Yeah. The Jacksonville pit interception wasn't his fault. He had a, no, he had a handful of them. Yeah, that well, yeah. his fault, but they had a handful of them that were his fault. So if I don't he, know, I think it was more of like a psychological thing. If you would like to say anything nice about Philly, Hey, we're all, we're all here. You know, I'm surprised they keep, they kept, uh, they kept more than what I thought they would keep this year. Yeah. We got a lot of compensatory picks, too, for losing Hargrave, CJ, and uh, Samalo. We got like a third rounder for losing um, Hargrave. So, I mean, that's going to come out pretty good, I think. I think, yeah, Philly, I wasn't expecting Philly to keep all these guys. I'm very, like, I like Fletcher Cox. I'm very upset with bringing him back. But, I mean, <laughs> all, all the best to C.J. Garner-Johnson. I told Lori this, uh, how he turned down the big contract with Philly the long year because he expected the market to be big. He expected to be a top three highest paid safety in the league. He thought he was going to get a Jesse Bates type deal. Yeah. And it didn't work out for him. And I'm expecting he signed a one-year, eight million dollar deal with Detroit. Detroit's making moves, big moves. See them won an NFC North. Um, but I expect this. I expect CJ Garner Johnson. He's going to play in Detroit. He's going to have a pretty good season. And I can expect him coming back to Philly if the cap room's right in the future. Honestly, I think Philly loves him, dude. And we'll see what goes with that. You know what I mean? But 
all best luck to him, dude. He really helped us fill that safety void that we've been missing since Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Dude, did you see like when they had uh, Mills in 2020? Yeah. And then they had CJ now, like how good their defense was with just them two guys. Mm. And yeah. compared to them without them. So, well, like Mills, Mills, was, Mills so was more. Underrated. Yeah. Mills was a liability when he played corner. When he played safety, he played really good. Mm-hmm. But he was such a liability. I couldn't stand Jalen Mills when he played corner. He would be he would be the guy, dude, that would get torched the whole game, and then a quarterback would make a bad throw, and he'd be in the receiver's face, going like this, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I didn't like that, dude. He'd be giving up. He'd be giving up seventy to a hundred yards a game, but then the one bad play comes, and he's in the corner or in the receiver's face, you know. But uh, we got some other stuff to cover. Uh, I just want to take uh, a second just to say, um, Foster Moreau revealed uh, during his visit that he what is saying his physical that he um, was diagnosed with Hodgins lymphoma. Uh, I wish him a speedy recovery and uh, my thoughts and prayers are with Foster Moreau and hopefully he can beat this battle and come back. Going off of that, um, the Jets, they traded Elijah Moore. You know, like I said, oh, we went on that, but they traded Elijah Moore. They brought McCole Hardman in. I like this McCole Hardman signing. Like I said, I feel they're going all in. McCole Hardman's one of the fastest receivers in the league. He was a league. Yeah, when Kansas City drafted him, they said he's just like Tyreek Hill. No, I I definitely like that signing by New York, man, because I've mean, and that's something that me and you have in common was is talking about McCole Hardman. Um, we've both been a fan of him since he was drafted, and yeah, he does kind of, or he was shown flashes of Tyreek Hill. Early on in his career, he's just needs. He's another one that needs to be pointed in the right direction. McCall Hardman, you know what I mean? He can be, he can be really good on on New York, especially if they have Aaron Rodgers. If he's sending it down the field, dude, and Aaron Rodgers is throwing him a sixty yard bombs, McCall Hardman is one of them dudes that can make that. You know what I mean? That can make that happen. So yeah, I think him, Corey Davis, um, Garrett Wilson, they. They have a nice thing going on there, receiving core. Arguably one of the best receiving cores in the entire league, New York has, in my opinion. Um, very underrated wide receiving core. And Adam Hardman just made it even better. Man, I think McCall Hardman's overrated. Uh, he, like, he, he hasn't proved anything in the NFL. He really hasn't. I mean, last year he was injured. But, I mean, the games he played, he didn't really do all that much. Um, the the most the most receiving yards he has in his career is like seven hundred in a year. Um, you know he he has a lot of potential, but he was with Patrick Mahomes for three years. And if you're not gonna if you're not gonna get it done and have a solid year with Patrick Mahomes, I don't know who who you're gonna have a solid career with. So uh, I don't know. He 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 could be a solid number three, and maybe. The system it just didn't fit him well, but I I don't know I, I see him I see him make a lot of mistakes like drop a lot of wide open passes maybe like not focus completely, but uh I don't know I I think I'd have to see see him improve first before I could say anything about he it. He reminds me of almost like a Quez, but I think he's better than Quez. But well, he's I just, just I think he's better than Quez. 
Yeah, I think he's better than Quez, but he's just one of those type of guys, like you said, doesn't really seem focused when he's missing some of these plays, and that's how I feel about Quez, too, is he's just a speedy guy, you know what I mean? But I, there is a lot of potential in both of them. Don't get me wrong. I just – I don't know. I well, think we've, he's pretty good. We, we've seen potential in the NFL turn into nothing. So, that's true. I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think potential – Unless it's like a quarterback or something, I don't think potential really means all that much until you prove yourself. I think that's what he needs to do. Yeah, I think he's just like you said. I think he's like a number. He'll be a you know above average number three. He'll he'll help stretch the field with his speed. It's not. It's nothing like it's like a blockbuster signing. You know, like he's going to be some stud. So he's a good free agent pickup. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just like a. He'll help us out. He'll get us yeah. a couple of plays in the year that will, you know, help boost us a little bit. Yeah, I think they can use him on special teams too. I think with Kansas City, though, people get so relaxed being in Kansas City to where they're like, oh, all right, man, we're still going to win no matter what I do. But, I mean, I, I think I think it's just, all right, yeah, come help us out. Give us give us a couple good plays. We'll see what you can do. You're not you're not the number one. There's Garrett Wilson. Corey Davis is arguably still going to be their number two. I mean, now I don't know if that closes the door on Odell coming there. I mean, they just picked up. Oh no, they just picked up Alan Lazard. I didn't. I don't like that signing. What Alan Lazard for four years? Uh, forty-four. Forty-four mil. Yeah, I don't like that signing. Yeah, that's too much for him. I think. I think yeah. Beckham's going to be a chief man. Yeah, now they're gonna sign Odell because it's said that the Jet, the Jets, and Odell have like serious like interest now. It's just they're trying to figure out the money. So if they sign Odell, then they're gonna have Garrett Wilson, Odell, Wizard, like, and then. No, I think the Chiefs are gonna sign Beckham. I don't know. I'm seeing Jets all day today. I, I've been I, I think a lot of teams saying that they're gonna be all in on Odell and then backing out though. Kansas City, Kansas City's making a move for Hopkins. Yeah, who, they, dude, they don't have Kansas City. Don't their who their best receiver right now? Is Sky Moore. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Oh, they they need, need their best receiver is Sky Moore. I, don't know. I, I think. I think uh, Tony's their best. Uh, or oh yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, or Valdez. Yeah, Barry, Tony. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, never. Yeah, never yeah, I, I, I thought Tony he treated was him. Yeah, I thought Tony went to free agency. Yeah, but no, he no, he's still a chief. Yeah, he's still a chief. Yeah, no, Tony, Tony's gonna show up there, man. That, now that's a guy who had so mm-hmm. much potential in New York, and now he's getting to show it in Kansas City. If he just stays healthy, he'll be their number one there. Well, he was a first round draft pick, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he. I like Kadarius Tony. I think he'll do good there. Oh, Valdez Gantley might be a cap casualty if it comes down to getting. Uh, D Hop. I know it's it's either going to be right. The two teams that they're narrowing it down to are Buffalo and Kansas City for D Hop. I don't. I think Buffalo is going to end up keeping Stephon Diggs. I don't see him moving anywhere. You know, I don't think there's really any teams right now who are being like, all right, we need this guy and we're going to go and trade for him. I mean, Stephon Diggs is arguably a top three. Definitely a top three receiver in the league, if not top two. But I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, you guys are you guys like high on Jerry Judy? I am. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? I'm like, I think he's good, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't think he's as good as he, like, like the whole uh, Denver wants a first rounder for him. Like, dude, he was a first round pick, but he's also on his last year before you have to pay him big money. You're not going to get, no, I don't even think Denver's serious. I think they're just like, if somebody wants to give us a first rounder, we'll give them. If not, we're just going to keep him with Russ and uh, Sutton and stuff, so. Yeah, see, I, I, I liked Jerry Judy his first two years. I picked him up last year in fantasy, I thought, with Russ. I mean, I don't know why they're trying to move him, though, but, I mean, it might just be because he's saying he's not going to resign next year. But I think Denver ultimately fits him. Like, Jerry Judy just seems like, all right, Denver's key. I know the Browns are the ones that are knocking on a door, and they're like, well, well we don't have a first-round pick this year. Because of Deshaun Watson, he just restructured his salary too, so they can bring people in. Because he played like dog shit last season, that was horrible. Seeing him, even though he came in in week eleven, didn't really get time. He still had that whole season, dude. I don't think he threw for over two tutties in a game last season. He looked, he looked like just piss poor, dude. It was horrible to see. I want to know though, dude. My thing is, I want to know where Kareem Hunt is going to sign. I think they're talking about him going to Seattle with Kenny Walker. And I like Kareem Hunt. I think he's a really good back, dude. He was the best back in with Kansas City in like 1819. Yeah, he was the best back. Then he had all that stuff come out about him. But then he still was a beast, dude, for the Browns. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see where he pans out because that's another guy who I'm like, I'm so surprised he's still a free agent and no teams are like, all right, let's go budge on Kareem Hunt. You know, like the guy's been proven as a backup too. Like he can be your number two guy, man. Like I think Seattle fits him. I think that's where he's going to ultimately end up for some reason because they just lost Penny and they need a backup behind Kenny Walker. What do you guys think about Hunt? I like him a lot, man. I've always liked him. There's always been kind of rumors around him. Um, kind of going to Philly. There's been kind of rumors of that for the past two years, but it's obviously not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I would always like to see that happen. You know what I mean? Kareem Hunt was a monster his rookie year when he was with Chiefs. He was, I think, what, would he, what did he have, 1,200 rushing? And, I think he had more than that. Yeah, but he had a ton receiving. I mean, all purpose, he had a lot, but I think his yeah, rushing was 1,200. Sure he was number one in fantasy that year. Yeah, he was. His all-purpose yards were insane. Um, yeah, he's he can still be good. Kareem Hunt can still be good, like you said. He's proven he's proven as a backup. He can be your number one guy, to be honest with you. He can be number one running back on some teams. He yeah. really could be. And I was surprised. I thought I thought with this offseason losing Sanders because of all the rumors, the last two seasons about Hunt being in Philly. I thought we would have made the push to sign him for like a one year. I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah, I thought I thought he's it was gonna be. Agent, yeah, yeah, he's a free agent yeah, right now. Free agent. I don't know, man. I I don't. I honestly don't think Bajon is gonna make it to Dallas. If the draft, I think. I mean, we're getting closer to the draft, and once you get close to the draft, then no no teams are gonna make any moves because they're gonna say like, let's, let's wait, wait till after. let's see what happens in the draft, then we'll go from there. So I mean I don't know, dude. If that I don't think Dallas gonna get him. I think I know you said you liked the Ronald Jones, but I don't even think he's gonna make the team. If I'm being honest with you, 
it was, it's kind of like uh, two years ago, Dallas signed uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Yeah. And, and it was like one of the things, like he had a decent name and stuff. And then we like in uh, training camp, he just got cut. It was like, you. I think he's more of like a, a safety piece. Like maybe like we'll use him if we have to, like if we can't get anybody else. But I also well, you think- still had that rookie that played pretty well last year when he was brought in, yeah. right? Rico. Yeah. Yeah, he I like, actually like him. He's pretty quick. But like I said, you could find running backs in the later rounds. So yeah. I could see, I could see Kareem Hunt going to the Falcons for some reason. Is Patterson a free agent? Mm-mm. He's done. Is he? No. Yeah. No, he's not actually done, but I loved him two years ago and I had him in fantasy. That was that was the greatest pickup I ever had. Yeah, and, that is a beast. and then uh, last year, I I wasn't a big fan of like get, taking him again because he's older, and I was like, he's just it's just not he's not going to be great again. And he was very touchdown dependent, and then he didn't have. A is good that relation. when it was him and like Mike Davis splitting the carries? But he was getting all the touchdowns. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I I don't know if if he's a free agent. I like I like Cordell Patterson. He really changed who he was after Minnesota. What's crazy is I never knew this. He won a Super Bowl in New England. Never knew that up until a couple of days ago. But um, we'll go off that. We'll hit our last topic. Kevin Byard refusing to take a pay cut. If Tennessee releases him, they there's thirteen point six in dead money, and they only save five point nine mil. What's the point of that? You know what I mean? Kevin Byard's still a top. Six safety in a league, you know. He's in his twenties too. He's only twenty nine. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I just don't get it though. When it comes to cutting people, why only say why lose thirteen point six and save five point nine? Unless you got a guy behind him ready to step up necessarily, because you're not going to go and sign another guy. Why sign another guy then for five point nine at the safety? You know, so I have no idea what to what to expect with that. Unless you trade and you're like. All right, well, you take some of the money and we'll take some of the dead money on. You know what I mean? I think I think there's there's kind of an inside job here. I think the the Titans are they're helping the Eagles out. Last year the Eagles need a wide receiver, the Titans went and traded them AJ Brown. This year the Eagles need a safety, they're gonna go trade them Kevin Byard. So somebody's doing something sneaky behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, well, in Tennessee, and Mike Vrabel doesn't know about it. <laughs> Yo, he was pissed. <laughs> Yo, if you watched in the draft room when they traded AJ Brown, Mike Vrabel didn't even know about it, dude. He's going like this, just he's like, "What the?" You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he didn't know that they're getting rid of AJ. But uh, we'll, we're gonna hey, we're gonna close off on that ending. Thank you for tuning in for episode 15 of The Fade. See you next week. We're going to be bringing back the Philadelphia podcast very soon. Hopefully we get these other podcasts rolling. Thank yous.